Hello, welcome to Her to Encourage. I'm your host, Talita, also known as Epi Mom Talita. Remember, with Her to Encourage, we're here to enrich, uplift, and embolden women just like you. So today's topic, I'm going to kind of switch gears a little bit because I want to talk about what it looks like to encourage yourself. Now, I know you probably might be like me and you go, encourage yourself. I have friends for that. But let's be honest. Some of you are fighting private battles in your lives that maybe even you don't want your friends to know about. It could be things like fights within your marriage. It could be strained friendships, dwindling money in your checking account. Or honestly, it may just be hard for you to get up out of the bed every day and you don't know how to tell anyone else. Now, when that occurs, sometimes you do need others and you need friends and you need family members and cousins to encourage you, whether that be via a message through Facebook, through a text message, a phone call, maybe they buy you a biscuit and leave it on your desk. All of those are fantastic, but there are times where you may be in a private battle that you don't want to share and you may have to encourage yourself. Now, before we talk about ways to do so, let's talk about why there are times when others can't really encourage you much. The first way is they may not care. And I hate to sound ugly by saying this, but in our sinful nature, we're selfish by nature. We are completely selfish. We think about ourselves first. We think about our families first, which is not a terrible thing, but we don't always think about the people around us that are going through things. And it's not always us being intentionally mean, but honestly, if there's a choice between I'm going to deal with my junk or I'm going to deal with yours, I'm probably going to deal with mine first because that's just our sinful nature. We think about us first. Now, the next reason somebody may not be able to encourage you is honestly that they're too busy. They just have a lot going on in their lives or they could be fighting their own potential battles. And honestly, it's hard to help someone else dig themselves out of the pit if you're in the pit yourself, right? All right, and then the third reason somebody may not be able to encourage you is honestly, they might not have the right tools. There have been people sometimes that have gone through things and I tried my hardest to be on their team, but I didn't really understand what it was like. For instance, I have younger kids. So if there are kids going through that hormonal change when they hit preteen, teenage years, and they're saying all kinds of things and doing all kinds of things, I haven't quite reached that yet. So I would not be the best person to come to for advice or for encouragement. Now, I could pray for you and your family. I could try to give you a kind word. But at the end of the day, the only people who really could empathize with you the way that they should are people who have a similar situation or have had a similar situation. For instance, even with myself, I have a child that at one point we were in the hospital. It felt like every week or every other week with some kind of medical issue. And most people did not understand that battle. Now, I had some awesome people who did as much as they could possibly do from raising up money so that we had 
gas money to go back and forth to the hospital from people trying to either get us gift cards or cooking us meals so we wouldn't have to worry about it. There are definitely ways to care for and encourage other people, but there are some times where I couldn't talk to my friends about this particular battle because they didn't quite understand it. And that doesn't make them bad people. That's okay. That just means I had to connect with others. And at times when it was just me, I had to encourage myself. So with that being said, um, let's talk about now that we know why others can't necessarily encourage you at times when you're in those situations and it's just you. Let's talk about why it's important for you to, at the very least, encourage yourself. So this particular philosophy came from this song that I heard one day. Um, It's called Encourage Yourself by Donald Lawrence and the Tri-City Singers. Now, in this particular song, it says, sometimes you have to encourage yourself. Sometimes you have to speak victory during the test. And no matter how you feel, Speak the word and you will be healed. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Okay. And it says sometimes you have to speak the word over yourself. The pressure is all around, but God is present help. The enemy created walls, but remember giants, they do fall. Speak over yourself. Encourage yourself in the Lord. Now I have had to do this in my own life. One time when we were in the hospital and my son was not responding or they might say unresponsive, they kept taking his vitals and his vitals were actually decreasing. His temperature was getting lower. The nurse checked it numerous times. I had tried to wake him up numerous times on the way to the hospital. I did everything that I possibly could do. He would not flinch. We got into the hospital. The nurses tried. They even tried to pinch him. Not hard, but hard enough to try to get him awake. They tried to tickle his feet, anything, and he would not wake up. And it got to the point where he wasn't waking. He was feeling cooler to the touch. And I was sitting there thinking, oh my God, I'm going to have to prepare myself for the worst that he may or may not wake up and leave this hospital. So at that particular time, of course, I did reach out to some individuals who I asked to pray, but I was stuck in a position where it was just me and my son and I had to encourage myself. Now, at that particular time, I wasn't able to. I prayed some and I cried some. But I also listened to um, you version and I had the particular scriptures read to me in you version because it was even hard for me to pray for myself at that particular time. But I knew it was important for me to encourage myself. Long story short, he did end up going to ICU. And when he got there, I still prayed, was still listening to the word. And eventually he did wake up and he's fine now, thank God. But during that time, I had to encourage myself. So I wanted to share a few verses that actually have helped me during difficult times. And hopefully they can do the same for you. All right. So one of the verses that I meditate on is Psalms 18 and 30. And it says, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust in him. 
Now, I don't know about you, but the reason I love this particular verse is number one, that God's way is perfect. I'm thankful that there's someone that's bigger, stronger, smarter, wiser than I am who can see ahead of where I am, even when I can't, and that he is a shield to all those who trust him. So if you trust in God and you're going through a tough time and your friends can't help you, your family can't help you, or maybe they just can't identify with you because they haven't had that situation happen. It helps to know that there is somebody greater and stronger than you that can help lead the way and guide you to the correct destination. Another scripture I love to focus on is Isaiah 55, 11. It says, it is the same with my word. I send it out and it always produces fruit. It will accomplish all I want it to and it will prosper everywhere I send it. So with his word, not only is his way perfect, not only is his word proven, it always produces fruit. And I love that because what you have to know is, In your set of circumstances, in your private battles, when it's just you, the situation and God, that's it. That when you speak the word over that situation and you plant that seed of the word, it's going to bear fruit. Now, it may not bear fruit in the time frame that you feel like it should be bared. It may not bear fruit the same way you think it should. But the thing is, God's way is perfect. And is going to bear fruit one way or the other. So I do take comfort in that scripture as well. Here's another one that I love. Philippians 4, 4 through 8. It says, I will rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. And I think that one is difficult, especially when you are going through times where you feel like you're alone. No one else can really help you walk through that storm. But you still have to be able to rejoice in the Lord. That doesn't mean you're like, God, thank you for this situation. Because when my son was in ICU, I wasn't necessarily like, oh God, thank you for this situation. But I was like, thank you, God, that you are bigger and greater than this situation, right? And regardless of what the set of circumstances were, God gave me my son. My son belongs to him. I belong to him. You belong to him. And so I had to trust that regardless of how the situation ended up, that I still could rejoice in his way because I know that he would use that situation for his glory one way or the other. And he did. And the verse continues to say, I will let my gentleness be known to all men. I will be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, I will let my request be made known to God. Then I will be given peace of God, which surpasses all understanding and will guard my heart and mind. And I don't know about you, but when you are dealing with tough issues that you are dealing with and you're fighting by yourself, you need peace, which surpasses all understanding. And people stop there when they read that verse a lot of times and they'll say, I pray that God gives you peace that surpasses all understanding. But the best part of that peace is it says it will guard your heart and your mind. So while you feel like you're suffering through things, if you can pray to God and go to him with thanksgiving and not being anxious for anything, when you let that request be made known to him, Your heart and your mind are guarded, which I think are the most important parts. We focus on the outward things sometimes, but your heart and your mind 
houses pretty much everything that you can think of. So I think that your heart and your mind definitely need to be protected. So this is a great verse. But then it goes on to say, I will think of things that are true, noble, just, pure, lovely, of good report, virtue, and praiseworthy. I will meditate on these things. Now, when my son was in the hospital, um, I've had a dream a while back. And I'm just going to be transparent that he could walk. And so while I was sitting there in the hospital with him being unresponsive, with him being his body, it seemed like was getting colder and colder and he was pale and he was not moving, not blinking, not responding to anything. I thought to myself, I was like, I could have said, oh my God, you know, this is going to end in the worst. And honestly, I'm not going to sit here and lie and pretend like the thought didn't cross my mind. However, I kept thinking on things that were true and noble and just and pure. And I'm like, God, you have brought him from so many difficult places before. I know you can do that again. I also said, I know that you gave me this dream that he could stand or that he could walk. Then I have to believe that if that's the case, you wouldn't give me that dream only to take him away before that could happen. And sure enough, my son woke up. He made it through another birthday. And he's here growing happy and doing much better. The last verse that I want to look at, that I want to share with you that I really do love. It says, if any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask of God who gives to all liberally and without reproach. And it will be given to him. That means he's going to give it to you freely. If you ask him for wisdom, because sometimes our private battles are, we're just trying to get through it. Cause it's like, I don't really know how this situation is going to turn out one way or the other. I just need to get to the end of it. I'm ready to get, to have this be over with. Okay. But then there are other times where you're kind of stuck because you're like, God, I don't know which direction you want me to go in. I have no clue what the best decision is for this set of circumstances. What do I do from here? So when you get to that point, I love James 1 and 5 because it tells you if you lack wisdom, you ask God, he's going to give it to you. So that way you'll be able to make a better decision and one that pleases him. And it's also good for you and potentially your family. So these are some verses that I use to encourage myself. I will say that if you are going through some difficult times right now, there is a God who is bigger, greater more awesome than even your set of circumstances. And I will tell you, our circumstances don't always necessarily turn out the way that we want them to, but our God remains the same. And if you don't believe in God or you're on the fence and you're not really sure, I strongly suggest you get into the word or you find somebody who do loves God, or you can reach out to me at epimomtalita at gmail.com. And I'll be more than happy to talk to you about him, to pray with you any of the above to help you through this set of circumstances. Okay. So hopefully this helps you through anything you may be facing. If you're not, and you know, somebody that's facing something difficult, send this to them, let them have a listen. But other than that, I will pray for you guys. And I hope that you go forth in strength and dignity as you encourage yourself today. Bye-bye.